Hello, and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and today I'm going to talk about mindset, changing your mindset, being very intentional with what you're doing with your day, what your thoughts are, um, being very self aware. And in doing that, how I was able to change my mindset going into this year with homeschooling and how it's making such a difference. So, the mindset I want to talk about is when I talked about knowing what kind of teaching styles that you want to follow, I'm kind of eclectic. I think I mentioned that. And I have a couple different types and styles that I follow, and one of which is Montessori. And I was really blessed to be able to have so much time that I was involved in the Montessori school that my oldest two kids went to before COVID hit. And although they're not still there, I learned so much and I'm so thankful for that opportunity. Um, One of the things that they always challenged me with was that the resources or the materials that the kids use, um, their hands-on learning tools, um, that if those don't have all the pieces, to just get rid of them. The other thing was that each month they changed out the room to keep the kid interested and that meant that when they realized that a particular thing didn't have all its pieces, they get rid of it. So I have really struggled with this because I, when I buy my kids toys, I kind of in my mind think, well, this is going to last forever. You know, I have multiple children, so I want to keep passing it down. And then I get frustrated when I'm like, well, so-and-so can't play with this now because it doesn't have all its pieces. And it kind of drives me crazy. And although I don't want my kids to feel like they can just disrespect the things that we have in this home for them to play with, I also don't want to be the mean mom who's constantly frustrated, screaming and yelling, and then they're not actually even enjoying them and using them. So I've had to find a happy balance with this because last year I tried to reuse a lot of things that we had and it was frustrating. And in lately being very intentional with clearing out our house, not having as much clutter, not just having extra stuff, you know, our house, we need to use every um, space of it very wisely and intentionally because we have six people living here and it's not a humongous house. Um, It's cozy and it's still works for us, but we could be less intentional with our space if we did have a bigger home. But we don't want a bigger home. We want to be more intentional with how we live here for right now anyway. So it made me realize that every time I hold on to that puzzle or that game or whatever it is that doesn't have all its pieces, it's costing me way more than just the money that I spent, you know, to have it and and my mindset of well I should find all these pieces you know because this is the puzzle is not right because first of all even if I found all the pieces which I have and that's a stress because then that particular puzzle or whatever it is takes up space somewhere that I could f- use that for something else and then it also is this constant burden on me my to-do list to let's find those pieces I know they're here somewhere and it just bogs me down because then it becomes this long list of things and I feel overwhelmed. And then I have to ask myself, why didn't I just throw it out in the first place? Because it's a $5 game. 
Seriously, you know, why am I letting this cause me so much pain and suffering when, to be honest, I have done that and I have found all the pieces and I felt so successful and then my kids don't even touch it because they're over it. They've done that puzzle 20 times. It's not challenging to them anymore and they're done. So my mindset kind of sabotaged me in the end because then all along the, the journey, I'm frustrated with my kids. Now even frustrated more because they're not even using the darn thing that I shouldn't have even been looking for in the first place. You know, they loved it. They used it. They were good to it. And we just need to let it go. So that is what I am very committed to this year is this year I have realized that I'm setting forth a budget for those learning materials and resources that I need. And that now I've had to change the mindset of my kids to say, listen, we're going to be even more intentional with using these things because they're not just toys that mommy's buying or just things that I'm getting for you to use. They're also part of our classroom because now our home has become a place that we not only run a home business, but we also educate our children here. And there is such beauty in that, but it also has to come with a change in mindset, how you run it, how you deal with it, how you look at it. And so we've had to say to the kids, listen, I want you to respect these things. But unfortunately, I just went through and bought a whole bunch of more resources. And then I started to realize I'm becoming that mom that's like angry and yelling and I, I honestly don't even want them to use them because every time they touch them, I, I just start to get like kind of like out of control and, and just like over managing and, and just like hovering over and just like, don't do this, don't do that. And then they're not even enjoying them. And then they're honestly getting afraid to even use them. And that's on me. So I've realized that my mindset has to be that, listen, I'm getting these things for them. And yes, I have a particular system and I am a little drill sergeant-ish when it comes to, let's do it like Montessori. You go in, you get this off, you get the tray or whatever it is off the shelf. You put it here to use it. That's your work. You work on that work and then you put that work away before you get new work. And that's basically... I'm really, really, really working on that system because, again, this is where they learn. I was a little more lax when they went to school and they had that environment and then they came here and this is where they didn't have to do that. But now I'm realizing that, no, this is this is the environment where they learn. And my oldest two are an example to my younger two where they deserve that that edge that experience that they won't get if I just keep being lax. So I'm finding balance between really sticking firm to this is the system, this is how we do it, and we're going to respect our things. I'm not going to come into this room and find 10 different things just thrown everywhere, all mixed together. Like this belongs in this box with this tray, this belongs here, this belongs with that. We're not mixing, commingling. That is not what we do because as much as that's creative, it's destroying the resources that we have. And I will provide them with a place that they can do that and be more creative in other areas. And so I've explained that to them, that this is not that space. Um, But I'm also having the mindset to know that, listen, it's also not going to be perfect. It's not going to look great. And to be honest, I want them to love it and use it. 
because I might not do it every month like Montessori switches out, but I'm committed to at least every other month um, that, yeah, then that resource material will go and they will get a new, a new one. Um, and if it's still intact and it's good enough to pull out at another time, then I will pack it away and put it somewhere else and then they will have a new resource provided to them. But if it doesn't have its pieces and it was highly loved and used, it will go and that's okay because I'm no longer holding on to things that don't serve a purpose. They don't have all their pieces and it's just a shift in how I see it. And the other day I did a purge and it felt so good. I purged this whole section that was like my space of like, I'm going to find these pieces. I'm going to put this back together. Oh, maybe we'll be able to use this without the pieces. Like this space that was just stress. And I got rid of it all. And it felt so good. And it opened up a space for a new kind of place in our home for something else. Because I love creating new spaces. Um, as I see that my kids need those spaces. And, and to be creative with what they need, how can I create that in my home with what I have. So with that said, it's been a journey. It's been a journey to arrive at this mindset. And it's a constant intention every day for me to remind myself of that. So as I'm watching them play, I'm mindful of that. You know, as I'm, you know, clearing spaces away, I'm mindful of that. Because it's really changing a lot about my relationship with my kids too and my stress level each day um, with these things. And it's setting the intention to be setting myself up for success versus failure because I think that oftentimes when we have ourselves feeling like we're failing, we're basically, we've set ourselves up to feel that way because we're not being honest about the system that's being set up. We're not being realistic with the expectations. You know, we all do it. You know, we all say, oh yeah, sure, I can get that project done to our boss. And then you realize, why did I say that? I can't, I can't get it done. And then when you can't get it done or you feel frustrated about it, you know, not that we don't want to challenge ourselves, we also have to set realistic expectations. It happens a lot too with goals that we set. We don't go in small and, and we can set that big goal, but then we have to break it down to make it easier to achieve versus saying, oh, I'm just going to bang this out. Well, that's then you're setting yourself up for failure when you know that as much as you would love to do that, your situation means that you can't because guess what? I have four kids right now and I cannot reach the goals I used to be able to in the timetable that I used to because my priorities are different and that's okay. But if I don't go into it with that mindset, I set myself up for failure. And we can so easily do this to ourselves and not even realize it. So being very, very intentional is, I think, so important. And so that was a huge learning curve for me last year, among other things with homeschooling. But that's one thing that I am doing very different this year and realizing that I can manage it differently and I just need to look at it differently. And that I used to think, you know, I can't have the Montessori experience for my younger two kids, even though my older two kids still love it too. Um, you know, I felt very sad for a little while thinking I can't provide them with that feeling so inadequate when honestly I can and I am 
but it's only because I changed my mindset. And I think that if you're sitting here listening to this and you're feeling the same way, even about not being able to homeschool, I think that maybe if you set different intentions or you had a different mindset, I'm not saying homeschooling's for everyone and that if you don't homeschool, you know, you're wrong, but I truly have come across so many people that say they can't homeschool because they think they can't homeschool because they feel inadequate from the very start. And I think it's mindset. Um, They say, well, I don't have a good enough relationship with my kids. Well, I challenge you to see how your relationship could be so much better because you homeschool them. I say this because I have the same mindset at one point too. I used to say, wow, that's awesome for them, but not for me. And if there's anything, there's one little thing I'm thankful for from COVID. And that is the fact that it did a shift and it forced me to have my kids home and it forced me to be intentional. And I took the opportunity to, to adjust my mindset to see all of this in front of me and to realize that that's sometimes all it really takes to feel like you can have success in an area that you don't think you normally could. Again, this is not to say that that means you should, that changing your mindset then should make you change everything about what you thought either because there are certain things we are not really meant to do. And only you know that. Only you have to have that self-awareness of yourself. Um, Mindset and intentional thinking also has helped me to realize that, no, I was right. That isn't my thing. That's not something I should do. Um, But sometimes, though, without giving the opportunity to try it and then perfect it, sometimes I've been challenged to find out that maybe that wasn't so bad. It was just the way that I viewed it when I did it the first time. So it's a very complex thing, but I say this because I'm glad that I didn't let last year and the struggles that I had be the thing that stopped me from doing it for a second year because I'm realizing that by learning from the past year and changing some mindsets and being very intentional and being willing to reach out to the right support systems, um, this year is really going very, very well. And I'm glad that I didn't say no to my kids when they were actually asking to be home with me. Um, because of that. And I'll be honest, that was the first thing I thought was, no, I can't do this again. Like, I kind of felt like a failure in some ways and felt very inadequate and just was like, oh, how's this going to work? And, you know, knowing that I wanted to keep certain things and also change others, I'd be very intentional with that and give it another try to say, all right, let's, they want me to do it again. Let's do it again for another year and we'll just, we'll make some changes. Um, this is something that you need to do in your life in general. If you're a business owner, you probably already do this because this is like business owning kind of one-on-one that you have to be constantly reevaluating, looking at things, making changes, um, building systems, creating new systems, keeping certain systems. You know, it's a, it's an ever-changing thing, which is why not everybody wants to be self-employed because even though you don't see all the behind the scenes of, um, a small business self-employed person, it's a lot of work and it never is turned off. It never stops. Um, And there's always something to be doing and ways to grow your business and ways to change. And so 
homeschooling is the same thing. And I realized I wanted to treat it like our business. You know, we have a current business that we run more closely together, my husband and I now. But uh, I had my own business prior to that, that I started before he went into business. And I was very successful and I enjoyed it. It was just, I felt a door was closing. And then now that I have children, it just, it's different. And I don't feel like that's what I'm called to do full-time anymore. And it was hard to do it part-time. So, um, but I loved being self-employed. I loved being able to do that and manage that. And I've learned so much about business um, and entrepreneurship. And then now with my husband doing it himself at the same time and us being very different, it's been a whole new world. Us coming together to help facilitate his business as partners um, it's been something that therapy has helped us with because we are two very strong leadership role personalities, but we're also very different about how we approach that. So, um, it's been interesting, but all that to say, I really realized that I had a lot of knowledge when it came to business and entrepreneurship and all of these kind of skills that came along with that, that if I could apply them to my homeschool life, Um, And look at this like, this is my business. How can I run this like my business? How can I change my mindsets? I feel like it's often easier to do it when it's a work setting. Or like if I had like a job, I mean, this is a full-time job, but if like I punched a clock for someone else, um, it would be maybe a little easier to view it that way. But that's sort of another thing that I had to change my mindset about to say, I have a lot of skills and assets to bring to the table and I don't particularly have to be punching a clock for somebody else or having this elaborate business going to utilize those skills that I'm going to use those skills now. And it has really, really helped tremendously. Um, So I thought it would be cool to share this because it's a season in which I'm in right now and it's a I'm in a season right now where I'm having to remind myself of those mindsets. I think writing them down is really important and I have I know I mentioned my planner that I use that I got on SD. Um, it's awesome. It allows places to actually write things down. It has all the spaces you need for everything. It's a specific homeschool planner. I've always loved planners even when I ran my business so I just knew, I want a planner and one that is like handwritten. I'm old fashioned that way. I don't really want it to be on my phone. A lot of stuff is on my phone, um, but I tend to still really like a handheld pen and paper calendar and journal and planner. So I write these things down every single month. And when I'm struggling, I pull it out and I look at it. And it's a reminder of what my intention was when we get caught up in life to remind. And so I just had to do that for myself and say, listen, like I am so frustrated right now. I'm feeling like annoyed. I don't want my kids to be feeling that that's not fair. Why? Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? And I had to be honest to say, I'm doing it to myself. This is my fault. And I need to stick my mind set back where it needs to be. I need to keep my eye on the ball and I need to stay in the game. And so I was able to do that for myself. And honestly, as a parent, I'm going to say that if I am honest, most of the time when I'm struggling with my kids' behavior, 
if I take the time to sit down and like really look at my behavior, it fixes it because it's usually me and not them. And that's hard because we tend to want to just correct our kids for everything all the time. But nine times out of 10, I'll say like, my kids aren't perfect. They have their stuff. But usually if I can adjust me, um, it, it, it adjusts them and our relationship. So because to me, the main goal is always on our bond and my relationship with my kids. It's not always obedience. It's not always doing what I want them to do. It's more the bond, the uh, relationship and communication and common respect. So, um, but that has to be led from us always, every time. And it doesn't always come natural sometimes when we're stressed and busy and we're not really being intentional about our responses. And, you know, we can make mistakes. I think the problem is how we handle it afterwards is not being intentional enough to think, boy, when I said that to my son or I did that to my daughter, how did that make them feel? I feel like I should follow up and have a conversation. That's what's missing. It's not being perfect because my kids know I'm not a perfect mom, um, not a perfect person, but it's the follow-up that really matters. It's how you handle the mistakes that you make. So I'm going to end it there because I think otherwise I'm going to keep going on and on into a possible other topic. So mindset, keep it where it needs to be. How can you be intentional today? How can you make some changes to free yourself from feeling like you're inadequate and unable to do something that you truly deep down inside know you should and could be doing? Until next time, this is In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and as always, thank you so much for listening.